DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Wake that ass, ass up. up. The, the Breakfast Club is on. I love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me, and return I'm always going to be good to you. For a lot of people in the hip-hop generation, The Breakfast Club is where people get their information on the topics, on the artists, and everything like that. In that aspect, radio is still important. The Breakfast Club. When my name come up, respect it. Yo. Charlemagne the God here. Um, Drum, I think Envy said he can't hear us. I don't know if you uh, saw that text. But uh, I guess, how, how do I, let me act like he's talking to me. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he did donate. Maybe he's just doing a twenty. Maybe he's doing a thirty. We don't know. We don't know what you know what okay. people donated or what he felt or what do, you know what he was putting his money towards. But anyway, I just let's don't get. Why art, I don't. I don't. I don't understand why artists don't take advantage of legal payola. Like that is the time where you you know make a little donation to the DJs, and give a little wink and a nod. Yeah, but that ain't for the DJs. That was for the Black Health Alliance. <laughs> That's what I that know, was for. But it's just the it's just the principle. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, hey, I'm I see y'all. I'm looking out for y'all. You know what I mean? I'm looking out for everybody. You know what I mean? I see what y'all doing, DJs. Slide them a little something, something. Wink, 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 wink. New record. Yeah, right, a little wink. You know what I mean? Remember, remember who looked out for you when you needed it for the black healthcare workers in Toronto. All so, right. All right. Well, when we come back, and, we got and, front page news. What's up? Oh no, I said, and I was uh, discussing all weekend that red toxic talk we saw. The red talk, the twelve-minute red toxic talk. Oh, entanglement. Pinky Smith and Will Smith. Yes, but well, I guess we'll talk about that later in the show. A little entanglement. All right, we'll get to that in a little mm -hmm. bit. But now we got front page news coming up. We'll tell you about COVID nineteen coronavirus. It's still here, guys. It's still here. It hasn't gone anywhere. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the World Health Organization reported the highest daily number of COVID-19 cases globally on Sunday with 230,000 new infections. Now, at least 33 states are seeing higher rates of new cases. Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Minnesota, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, North Carolina, North Dakota, Oklahoma, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Now, there are only three states reporting declining rates, and that is New Jersey, Maine, and Delaware. New York is uh, holding steady. I thought New York was declining. I thought I saw something yesterday when New York, New York hasn't had no um, death since March or something like that. Or did I make no. that up? They put New York in the 14 states that are holding steady with Alaska, Arizona, Maryland, Mississippi, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Hampshire, Oregon, uh, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Washington, and Wyoming. Yeah, yeah I don't know how South Carolina's holding steady. I, I, South Carolina has the third highest coronavirus rate in the world. Like, yeah. like, like literally in the world. I, I did uh, two coronavirus testing sites in North Charleston, South Carolina this weekend at the um, Trident Technical College Thornley campus. So salute to DHEC, South Carolina DHEC and MUSC Health for helping us to put that together. We tested like a couple thousand people, you know, right. because if our government if, if our government isn't going to do it, I guess those private citizens that, that have the resources to do it got to take things into our own hands. Yeah, also they're saying that uh, the Florida Department of Health has reported at least 15,000 new COVID cases. This is the highest number of new cases in a single day by any state since the coronavirus pandemic began. Which okay. is crazy. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, our producer just corrected me. He said New York City had no deaths Saturday. Mm -hmm. the, state as a whole, the state as a whole is holding steady currently. Mm -hmm. That's per CNN. Yep. Now, also, uh, Disney World reopens as COVID cases surge. Uh, I don't know how that makes sense, but Disney World is reopening. I I, I, I don't understand that. Sending the wrong message. Me? I don't know. Sending the wrong message, like Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith on Red Red Toxic Talk. But we'll talk about it later. Sending the totally wrong message. Yeah, I, I can't see how Disney is opening right now. I I can't see how uh, amusement parks can socially distance. I can't see how you get on a roller coaster and you you're gonna clean a roller coaster after everybody gets on. You know those lines in Disney be crazy anyway. So could you imagine? Yeah, I read a, 
Yeah, I read a story about in Japan how uh, the theme parks are open, but they don't want people to scream on rides. Because if you scream on rides, you increase the chances of spreading coronavirus. How the hell you get on a ride and don't scream? scream? Yeah, that sounds on, crazy. Man. That sounds crazy. They also don't... said... Hmm? It's like telling me don't moan during sex. How am I supposed to not do that? How you do that? How you moan during sex? It's Monday, sir. We're not starting that off. It's not going to be moan I'm just, asking, I'm just asking sick, the question. Sick, sick bastard. Yeah, now, they also say that they suspended the fireworks shows and parades to avoid large crowds. So, um, I mean, I was talking to my wife about this. Even though they say things are opening up, even though they say schools are opening up, you got to do what's best for you, right? You got to do what's best for you. You can't believe everything you hear because sometimes they honestly don't know. And you have to do what's best for you. If, if, you, don't, if you don't feel safe with your child going to school, just don't put them to school. If you don't feel yeah, child, if safe with, you know, going to amusement parks or Disney World or going to Miami or Atlanta, then don't go. Stay your ass at home. Everything, everything is a case-by-case basis. You know, uh, me and my family decided to, to fly. Um, we flew twice in the past couple of weeks, flew to South Carolina and flew back. And, I mean, it, honestly, the airport was cool. It mm-hmm. was, like, e- easy breezy, got right through. Everybody had their mask on, I guess, because it's mandatory in the airport. You got to wear your mask on the plane. plane was clean. I mean, you know, but like I said, everything is a case-by-case basis. You know, you, you do what's best for you and your family. I don't think that I'm putting my daughter back in school in the fall. I don't yeah, see I don't that think happening. I'm doing this. I, don't, I don't think I'm doing that either. But, all right, that is front-page news. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. The number's 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this trina hey trina get it off your chest yeah i got i got a problem with the news you know what i'm saying about the pandemic and this coronavirus and stuff like that how they're giving out all these numbers that so many people are sick but how do we know like where are the families of these people that's actually sick you know, I want to see somebody that's telling me on the news that their mother, their father, their sister, their brother, cousin, whatever, is sick. It's over 100,000 people. Where are the families of these 100,000 people? So you think they're lying to you? Mean, you, you mean dead, yes. you mean, not not sick. You said sick. You mean the people that died. Because it's over 3 million cases. It's like 100,000, over 100,000 deaths. Okay. Yeah, but where, where are the families at that that's, he give me some type of proof and tell me, like, these are the family members that have died or even got sick from the coronavirus. How do I know? Why do the news always have to be so extra? Like, I know it's out there because I know a few people that have it. But my thing is, over 100,000 people, where's the family members at? Yeah, I mean, you mean 100,000 people that died, you mean? You, yeah, you she wants to know what the families of the people that died. How come they haven't said anything? There are people saying his thing. So you think it's a hoax. Do you know that they have coronavirus parties where they party with people oh, no, with coronavirus? It, she said she think it was real because she knew a couple people that had it. No, people are yeah, dying. People are really dying. That, but the numbers that they're giving out, you know, they got my mother scared yeah. to come outside. And it's like, she don't even want to travel. And then I don't want my mom to be like that, but I want her to be, you know, take precaution and everything. But it's just the numbers that they're giving. It's like, I want to see 100,000 family members to tell me, you know, yeah. my family members that died or even got sick. Let me see you that. Know what, you know what I would like for the news to do? I would like for the news to talk about the number of people that recovered more. I think that's a number that they should that they should post yes. up because they all you know they say they say oh three million people in America have it. 
it makes it seem like three million people in America have it right now. Like none of those people recovered. Right. I would love to see the recoveries. Yeah, 135,000 people died. But the reason I think they tell you about the deaths more is because I think they want people to take it serious. Because there's a lot of people not taking it serious. Like yeah, when I went I out the other day, I seen a lot of people not wearing masks. I, I see all these Corona parties where people are partying with people with Corona to see if they get it. Like it's crazy out there. And yeah, yeah. You better be safe than sorry. Like, you don't want to play with it and be like, well, I didn't see a family, and then you become one of the families. Like, you, you, mm. right. be, be careful out there. Yeah, exactly. I'm mean, Like I said, I've seen it, but it's just that the numbers just make people so paranoid that they don't even want to come outside at all because, you know, over 100,000 people are sick or even dying. But just be honest with it. Like, don't be extra. Like, I just feel like this is a little, little extra. You know, but I just wish that I could just see those family members and that they could tell me, you know, that their family died or got sick. Maybe I could, like, want to watch the news because I don't like watching the news at all. All right, mama. Well, thank you. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, my name's Chris. Chris, what up? Get it off What's up, Chris? Where you calling from, Chris? I'm calling from VA. What up, Chris? Get it off your chest, bro. All right, so with this corona stuff that's going on, I work at the post office. And um, it has come to my attention that upper management don't want management to say something because somebody in the station has corona. And I know it's, like, ethically wrong to put their name out there, but I think it's, like, it's real reckless not to alert everybody in the station that somebody has it. You know, because people got kids. You know, you don't know what somebody's at-home situation is, and you're putting everybody at risk. And I just, I can't rock with that. What station? I can't, I can't put it out like that, but I'm going to make sure that you I, complained? I my people that... Say what now? Have, have you complained to upper management, supervisors, somebody? Uh, so I have complained, but they, don't, they can't say nothing at risk of losing their job. So I feel like it's my responsibility to let my coworkers know, you know, because we got to stick together. Management not going to look out for us. They just want to make us True. come to work so the mail gets out. Right. They don't, they don't care about us. So... I feel like it's my job to let my coworkers know what's up. All righty, brother. True. And you don't you don't want to tell Be us a what whistleblower. Station <laughs> Damn, drama. Nothing the wrong being a whistleblower for something like that because you're protecting other people. Absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good morning. It's RJ. How y'all doing? What's up, RJ? Get it off your chest, brother. How you doing, King? I was just calling in today. It's my uh, fiance's birthday. I proposed to her Saturday, so I just wanted to uh, show her some love with The Breakfast Club this morning. Okay. What's that, sen- what's that sensitive emotional cancer's name that you just got engaged to? Her name is Miss Shaniqua Marsh. She's actually right here. Oh, let me speak hey, to her. Let me speak Shaniqua. to her. Good morning. My cancer brethren. Shaniqua, good morning. Happy oh, birthday. Thank you. What y'all doing today? Cry when you... uh, we, we, we got something. I can't tell you right now. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. How, how, how much did Shaniqua cry on Saturday when you proposed to her? I know she's a sensitive emotional cancer like me, so I know she let them tears of joy flow. Flow. <laughs> You know, the moment was so special, we actually both cried, brother. So, you know, it, it was there a good moment. Go. All right, That's brother. That's beautiful. Well, love your Y'all queen, brother. That. Yeah, love your queen. Don't, 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 uh, you know, say things like ride together, die together, bad marriage for life with your queen. Don't approach it like that, okay? Black man on cheek. There you go. There you go.
All right. right y'all have- you too now. Hello, who's this? Yo. What's up, Envy? What's up, Envy? Wait, is uh, Charlotte Envy there? I mean, Charlotte and Yee there? Is Charlotte there? Yee not here oh, today? I'm here. Yee not here. Okay, man. Every time I call, I've, I've never talked to Yee. I don't know. She's never talked to me. But um, I want to talk about Moneybag. Yo, he bought his lady the, the Urus, the Lambo truck, and his baby mama over here tripping. And I don't understand that because I guess supposedly she's the one who left him, but she over here commenting whoop the whoop and... I just don't like the baby mamas. I, I feel like they're too entitled. Uh, well, I would uh, say one that that's that's you're a little too tied into this. Um, yeah, baby, I I really don't know the story, but I can't see him having a problem if he has a new girlfriend. He's not with his baby mom, and he wants to buy his new girlfriend something nice. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, I don't yeah, see a problem man, with it. The baby mama's over there tripping. Um, and I'm I'm, I'm sure that. Now, if I'm money back, yo, you know what I'm saying? I buy my I buy my girl who I'm with the Lambo truck. And, you know, I buy my baby mama a nice little Honda CRV. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a Toyota Highlander. You know what I mean? A Subaru Forester. Those are nice SUVs for a baby mama. Yeah. And I'm upset because I called a while back, probably two weeks ago. No, probably like a month ago. And I asked you, Charlotte, for a book. And you said that y'all sent the book out. I still haven't gotten that book. It's been like a month. You know why? And this is my fault. Um, I'm not in the studio. And all the books are at the studio, I believe. Yeah. And so I don't mm-hmm. have somebody up there to mail them out. So what I'm hoping is that, you know, when we get back in the studio, which I pray is in the next few weeks, um, I could just start sending them out to everybody. But what I can do for you right now is I can send you a copy of The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health by Dr. Rita Walker, which I think is an amazing book. You know, my book, Shook One, is about mental health and my personal, you know, struggles with, with anxiety and, and, and depression. But her book... She's an actual doctor, so she's an actual expert. I'm just yeah. an advocate telling people my experiences and inspiring you to go talk to the experts like Dr. Rita. So let me just send you the book on the experts. So if you leave your address right now, I will have that shipped out to you today. Cool, I will. And could y'all add me on IG at Jabari.Brown? Two hands. Um, let me let me consult Moneybag Yo and see what he would do. You stupid. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we got to talk J.R. Smith. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk J.R. Smith. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Now, J.R. Smith, who signed with the Lakers earlier this month, was forced to shut down a recent Instagram live session because they, in quotations, were angered by him exposing too much. All right, let's hear the audio. Look at the blanket, bro. I know Brian AD, he's 6'12". I know they not using this little blanket, bro. Y'all got to chill. But they'd be over there crying, talking about somebody can't stay healthy and they body breaking down and all this other shit. I'm just saying, you want a Ferrari to run like a Ferrari because you pay for it as a Ferrari, but you keep gassing it up with a Chrysler. Oh, man. They mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Just got the text. Exposing too much. You know, I saw uh, my man Jay Williams uh, of ESPN. I saw him uh, post something on Instagram that I thought was very true. He was like, a lot of the NBA players... Uh, sound tone deaf when they're complaining about their conditions, complaining about what they're eating at a time like this, you know, when when people would kill for those same meals, 
You know what I mean? That they are mm -hmm. acting like aren't good enough. Or uh, 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 kids that would love to have some of that candy but can't afford it, even though it may not be good for you. You know what I'm saying? Con mm -hmm. Complaining about your living conditions when, you know, people are living in, in, in literal, literal one-bedroom, two-bedroom apartments that those hotel rooms are bigger than and, and barely can't even afford to pay the rent there because the economy is so bad. It, it does come off as tone deaf. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, Rajon Rondo uh, suffered a broken right thumb in practice Sunday in Orlando. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks. So I'm assuming he has to stay there, right? So if he wants to play again, he has to stay there for those six to eight weeks, I'm assuming. Regardless. They even have six to eight weeks. I guess they do have six to eight weeks. Yeah, left, I, I think they I got six to eight weeks. The yeah. finals would be in October or something if they made it to the finals. And he plays for the Lakers, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so they, they'll, 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 they'll be late in the playoffs, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Now, Donald Trump says that it uh, shouldn't be hard for Kanye West to take away votes from Biden. On Saturday, he uh, put out that tweet. Oh, God. So I, I'm guessing he feels that Trump, uh, uh, that Kanye is on his side and going to be taking stuff from, as Trump calls him, corrupt Joe. So did we'll see. Listen, did did y'all listen to me last week? I told y'all this is not even a story. It's not a story because Kanye West is not registered with the Federal Election Commission. He's not really running for president. It's not real. Can't take away votes from somebody if you're really not running. Okay? It's not happening. Now, rumor has it that no Kanye... Now, rumor has it that Kanye West uh, reached out to Charlemagne the God and asked him to be his Secretary of Defense. He posted a tweet and said, Good morning, brother. It's Kanye West. May I call you? You replied, Peace, King. Yes, sir. So what was that conversation about? That conversation was like any conversation that me and Kanye have every other week. I, I talk to Kanye West all the time. Like, me and Kanye communicate quite frequently and, and always have. So that was that was just one of those moments where Kanye wanted the the the, the post 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 the screenshot. I guess I I don't know. And I was you, confused look, I with that. Yeah, and if you look, I retweeted him and I said yes. Um, I'm I'm uh, call Dr. Claude Anderson because you know Kanye West has been saying he wants to talk to Dr. Claude Anderson for a long, long, long time. You know, Dr. Mm -hmm. Claude Anderson is you know a, a author of the book Powernomics and uh, books like Dirty Little Secrets. Great, great, brilliant. Brilliant brother, one of our dearest elders out here, and you know I'm always trying to connect the dots between people who I can, who I think can do some real community building. And I think with Kanye's resources and Dr. Claude's ideas, you know, they can build something great. Especially if you've ever read Powernomics, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, just, I, I told him to call Dr. Claude. Like I always do, I always just try to point Kanye in the direction of the elders. That's all. Okay. Did he speak to the doctor? No, he has not called Dr. Claude Anderson yet. No. Uh, yes, he needs to. Okay. He, called, he called me talking about Dr. Claude all the time because he actually watched Dr. Claude when Dr. Claude was on The Breakfast Club. And I keep telling him, well, reach out to Dr. Claude instead of, you know, calling me to talk about Dr. Claude and how much you love Dr. Claude's ideas. Reach out to him. Mm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Let's talk to schools. Will the schools be open? Is it safe or should they remain closed? We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Gab. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, we got to start off with coronavirus. Coronavirus is back. I don't know if you guys have heard, all right? Now, the world has back. It never went nowhere. Nobody was back. talking about it's it for back. a long time. Now they're starting to talk about it again. As, as hey, cases corona begin to spike. nowhere. Now people are talking about it again. Now, they reported the highest daily number of COVID-19 cases globally on Sunday with 230,000 new infections. 
They're saying 33 states are seeing higher rates of new cases compared to the previous week. Uh, the only states where they got declining rates are Delaware, Maine, and New Jersey. They said Florida sh- shattered the U.S. record for single-day COVID-19 cases with 15,299 new COVID-19 cases, the highest number of new cases in a single day by any state since the coronavirus pandemic began. Now, with that, Damn, listen. With that, Disney World is reopening. Now, could you imagine they're saying Florida has the highest record for any single-day COVID-19 cases, and Disney World is reopening? That's in because Florida. all people care about. All people care about in this capitalist society is money. They don't care about people. You know what I'm saying? And um, I I have to salute South Carolina. South Carolina is my home state. They have the third highest coronavirus rate in the world. Um, And I did two free coronavirus testing sites in North Charleston this weekend. Um, Salute to South Carolina DHEC and MUSC Health. We, We tested a couple thousands of people. And the reason I guess we as private citizens have to do that, because clearly we have no leadership in America. And since uh, the American government isn't providing you know, uh, the proper amount of testing that America needs, I guess those of us with means and resources have to take matters into our own hands and do it. Yeah, absolutely. We wait on this country, boy. We're going to all be in Disney World coughing. Yeah, and, and I get it. I know a lot of people want to open up, and I know a lot of people be like, well, why Disney? Well, I understand D- Disney is a billion-dollar company, but there's a lot of people that work for Disney that need to pay their bills. So, But it doesn't need to open I, up right now. De- it definitely doesn't. I, mm-hmm. I, I do wonder if the people that uh, pretend to be the cartoon characters at Disney, you know, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Daffy, Donald, whatever, I don't know which duck it is. I wonder mm-hmm. do those masks prevent them from, um, you know, spreading coronavirus? I'm Are sure not. I'm sure they still have to wear a mask. Nah, because they still would have to speak through that little mesh thing that they have. And those suits are hot as hell. Like, if you ever had to put on a suit, like I had to put on a suit for my kid's birthday or, or for Halloween, those kid, those ma- those suits are hot. But I'm sure they would still have to wear a mask. Mm. All right. Now, the Secretary of Education, uh, Betsy DeVos, well, she talks about corona and if uh, sending your children back to school is dangerous. There's nothing in the data that suggests that kids being in school is in any way dangerous. We know that children uh, contract and uh, have the virus at far lower incidence than any other part of the population. And we know that other countries around the world have reopened their schools and have done so successfully and safely. And kids there are going back to school every day. And so that has got to be the posture here. You know, basically, she's saying, do you, okay? You know how you got someone in the hood who's about to do something stupid, and you know they're about to do something stupid, but you can't talk them out of it because they stupid, so you just say, do you? Betsy trying to do you us, but we ain't stupid, yeah. okay? Yeah. We well, know she, this she, is not going to end well. Well, she talks more on this topic. Isn't cutting off funding exactly the wrong answer? Don't you want to spend more money? to make schools safer. Look, American investment in education is a promise to students and their families. If schools aren't going to reopen and not fulfill that promise, they shouldn't get the funds. Then give it to the families to decide to go to a school that is going to meet that promise. Well, you can't do that. What? Mm -hmm. Hold on, play that back again. I think I got hit. What happened now? Isn't cutting off funding exactly the wrong answer? Don't you want to spend more money 
to make schools safer. Look, American investment in education is a promise to students and their families. If schools aren't going to reopen and not fulfill that promise, they shouldn't get the funds. Then give it to the families to decide to go to a school that is going to meet that promise. Well, you can't it's do that. What that is, what that is. Why she talk like me? How does the Secretary of Education talk like <laughs> me? What that is? What that is? Only in America does the Secretary of Education like education. Yeah. That's why yeah. America's really the greatest country on earth. Because you can really be whatever it is you want to be. Doesn't mean you should be it. But boy, if you want to, you can. All right. Well, that, that you is whatever your, it is. That is you your front be. page news. All right. Now let's get down to it. Let's talk. Let's talk entanglement. Mm. 800-585-1051. So Jada Pinkett Smith, your mom, mm. uh, and Will Smith. Not 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 mom. Aunt. I'm a Pinkett. Oh, My last name is Pinkett. My last name is Pinkett Smith Winfrey Knowles Carter, but the Pinkett is looking shaky this morning. You know, I'm back to the future when things start to fade in a picture. Yep. 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 If yep. somebody goes back in the past and corrects things, that Pinkett's starting to fade a little bit. Now they had a conversation on her show, The Red Table Talk, and she talked about a lot. Do we have a clip of some of the things that she said? We actually became really, really good friends. Mm -hmm. And it all started with him just needing some help. Me wanting to help his health, his mental state. I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. Now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. What do you feel like you were looking for? I just wanted to feel good. It had been so, so long August. since I felt good. Now, let's, let's open up these phone lines. Let's have a conversation, right? Charlemagne and I were talking about this entanglement thing. Now, we've known August a long time when he first came out, and we all know that when he first came out, he, he was a broken young man, right? August. He's still you know, a broken he, young man. He, he had a lot of... a place of healing. Yeah, he had a lot of family problems. He lost family members. He, he has been displaced. He's, uh, he, as he's, a young he's, man... He's, ment he's mentally not healthy. We discussed that. Mentally not healthy, yeah. We discussed that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's somebody that I, issues. I call up on. And, I, and I, don't, I don't have too many people that I check up on in the industry. When I, and when, not check up on and, hey, how you doing? How's the family? But, like, when I check up on August, it's like, yo, bro, you good? Is everything all right? You need anything? You need to talk? Like, we have those type of conversations just to make sure the young man is good. Right. So when he came to Jada Pinkett Smith, he was broken. He, she said he needed healing. He was hurt, right? Did she take advantage of him, her being 44 and him being 22 at the time? Um, listen, here's the thing. I didn't like none of that conversation that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith had, okay? I thought it was red toxic talk, all right? As a person who goes to therapy, who has a sacred purpose coach, who every day of my life is doing the work to heal, to me, that's not what healing looks like. That's not what healing looks like at all because you can't continue to hide things while claiming to be transparent. And everything you're saying about August is absolutely right. The fact that August came to her broken, sick, needed healing, mentally not healthy, emotionally vulnerable, so Jada decided to sleep with him? Jada said, I just wanted to feel good. I? That's selfish as hell. You wasn't really trying to heal that man because if you were, that wasn't the way you do it. You're not Marvin Gaye. Sexual healing isn't what August needed in that moment, okay? If, if the roles were reversed and that was Will Smith and let's just say uh, another young person that we know deals with mental health issues, Summer Walker, people would be raising hell. What Jada did was predatory and selfish and you don't, you don't get to a place of real healing if you're not being authentic and holding yourself accountable all That's right well let's initial thoughts on it but we can expound when we come back god damn it. yeah let's open up the phone lines what did you think 
The Red Table Talk is usually, what, 45 minutes, over an hour conversation? 12, 12 minutes of red toxic talk. That was 12 minutes. What and, are your thoughts? And and also, when you're giving us your thoughts, I would love to know how you think Will Smith can get her back because Will Smith uh, said repeatedly to her in that conversation, I'm going to get you back. He said that quite a few times. Revenge isn't healthy either, okay? Being vindictive, being vindictive isn't healthy. But if you would like to share some ways that Will Smith could get her back, uh, I would like to hear him. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's have this conversation. What did you think about that conversation? You know the conversation. You've been seeing the memes all weekend. Entanglement this, entanglement that. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, all right? She has a show called Red Table Talk, and she brought herself on Red Table Talk to talk about the allegations of August Alsina, of him saying that they had a relationship. She confirmed this uh, allegation at first by saying it was an entanglement. And I think Will cleared it up and he said, entanglement? Don't you mean relationship? And she basically confessed of having relations with August. You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened? Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> yes. A relationship? Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. So we're opening up the phone lines and, and asking, what do you think? Well, you know, my, my last name is Pinky Smith, Winfrey Knowles Carter. So, you know, you can chastise your family uh, and, and tell them the truth. And Jada Pinkett Smith was dead ass wrong. Uh, August Alcina, that young man came to her broken, in need of healing. And her response is, I wanted to feel good. I hadn't felt good in a long time. So you slept mm -hmm. with him. Never mind how that young man is feeling. You know, you, you just got to get yours. That is the epitome of toxic behavior. That is a woman leading with the toxic masculine and not the divine feminine. That's not how you are, August, get to a place of healing. And Jada be up there at that red table giving advice to people when the reality is she clearly hasn't done the work on herself that she needs to. And what I hated about that conversation, you know, the most, it's a lot of things I disliked about it, but what I hated mm -hmm. the most was the ending when they hit us with that corny ass. Play, play that We Ride Together die. Play that. 25 years and counting. We ride together. We, we die, die together. together. Bad, Bad marriage, marriage for, for life. life. <laughs> we ride together, die together. Bad marriage for life. What was that? Well, what kind of message was that sending? Just stick together for the sake, the sake of being together? Don't try to make your marriage healthy. Don't try to get to a place of wholeness in your marriage. Like, Envy, you married. I'm married. Correct. We know marriages aren't perfect. I've been with my wife since 1998. So we've had all types of ups and downs in our relationship. I've been Jada. She's been Will and vice versa. So I understand all of that. But that doesn't mean you stick around. If something is that bad, like bad right. marriage for life, like hell no. What kind of message is that sending to the people out there who don't know no better? Just right. stick yeah. around and let your significant other do whatever, whenever, yeah, I, whoever. I didn't, I didn't think that was, I didn't I didn't like that. I, I guess they were trying to be funny, you know, to play off the bad boy for life, but I, I didn't like that. And, and like you said, I, I've been with my wife 25 years. We've been married 19. And yes, there's ups, there's downs, there's left, there's right. But at the end of the day, you, you have to have respect and it has to be 
an mm-hmm. open conversation when you can have a, a conversation and you can converse about things that's going good or bad and be open about it. I just feel like that conversation wasn't open. Uh, I feel like they they are trying to portray a look and they weren't open. Yes. If you're going to be open, be open. Let, let's, let's really have a conversation. Now, I, I don't think Jada is a predator. I don't think she was the type to say, you know what, I'm just going to do it for me. I do think that she probably tried to help August and with trying to help August, they fell for each other. I don't like when she said, oh, I wanted to feel good. I just, because that young man was hurt. It, that young man yeah, it was wasn't about distraught. Her. That young it man was, yeah, was, was at her. the lowest place at his, his life at that time. And possibly Absolutely. still can be. It seems like he's doing way better. But he was at the lowest point of his life. So at that time, it was like he just wanted love. And, and I know August. I've had conversations with August. You had conversations with August. That man just needed help and wanted to feel love. And That's he got what, that from her. And, he, and, and I think she took advantage of it. Yes, and what Jada displayed, that's not what healing looks like because you can't continue to hide things while claiming to be transparent. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you got to be all the way honest. Uh, don't give us anything at all. And, you know, Queen Jada, like I said, she's been up there giving advice when the reality is she clearly, truly hasn't done the work on herself. This is why I consider myself a mental health advocate and not a mental health expert. As an advocate, I can only point people in the direction of where to get the help they need. I really can't offer any help other than that. And I think sometimes when I watch Red Table Talk, I see Jada acting like a guru, acting like an expert, a person who has it all together when clearly she doesn't. And that's fine. But just say you're going through your process, point people in the right direction of the experts, and don't front like you're healed when you're really broken. Really, really, really clearly broken. Absolutely. And, And I think also when it comes to it too, you know, we talk about our relationship, like me and my wife have a podcast and we try to be open and honest regardless. No, it, 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 we don't try to hide anything because, you know, it's like one of those things. We've been together so long and there's things that work and there's things that don't work. There's things that we need to have a conversation and there's little things that bother her and there's big things that bother her and vice versa. And we have mm-hmm. to go through those. But I can't give you advice based on your relationship. I can give you advice based on what me and my wife go through and what works for us. Very true. Well, let's go to Very the phone true. lines. And that's why mm-hmm. Very true. And that's why I say I'm not like that, you know, that's Jada and Will, that's their situation. I just think that, so many people look up to them, and they influence so many people. When you say we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life, that's just sending a terrible, terrible, toxic-ass, toxic-ass message. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Moni. Hey, Moni. What did you think about that 12-minute, uh, uh, I, I guess, conversation? I found out that it was a whole be- b- bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. Yes, indeed. A whole bunch of bullshit. Jada knew what she was doing, and the only mm-hmm. reason why she is even commenting on it is because she got caught. So she's just trying to protect her image while Will's looking like he's suffering over there, looking like a lost puppy, knowing damn sure well he knew what was going on with their swinging ass. Okay? Jada ain't sh-. She over there want to be all pedophilic with this young boy, took advantage of him. I don't know what the hell they was doing, but you know what? She got caught. Now let's uh, now, now let's not say pedophilic. Now I mean Jada was forty three at the time. August was like twenty three. Right. That's not. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know if pedophilic is a word, but that's not pedophilic. No, pedophilic. Not at all. She's not a pedophile. Stop it. Not gonna do all that. I do. I do think that Will Smith wished that he had that little zapper from the Men in Black so he could just zap himself and forget all of this ever happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that, 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 I definitely got that feeling. Well, 800-585-1051. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. 
Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, we're talking Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Did you see the 12-minute interview? What did you think? What were your thoughts? Hello, who's this? Red Toxic Talk. Red Toxic Talk. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Who's this? Doing this morning? This is Sterling. Good morning, Sterling. Hey, Sterling. Calling from Columbia, South Carolina. 803, and what's happening? That's right. In the house. I think the whole situation is messy. I, first of all, do not understand after all this time why August even came out with it. And I don't even understand why Jada and Will even felt like they had to address it. I don't I don't think anything was wrong in the situation if Jada and Will were claiming separated. But I don't feel like August is a victim in all this, like everybody is portraying him to be. Oh, I definitely think he was a victim. Definitely think of it. Just, if you go back and listen to the young man speak during interviews, you can see that he was lost. You can see that he was hurt. You can see that he was distraught. Oh, you can see that he broken. was looking for love. He was broken. Yeah, and you know, and I know broken. if you find a broken person, broken. it's easy to take advantage of a broken person. And I think she did. With a married woman. You knew she was still married. Why choose to fall in love with a married woman? I feel like if August was a woman, they would have been calling her all kind of home records and Cores and all kind of stuff like that, but because it was August and he was going through something, he's a victim. I don't, I yeah, don't victim is a strong that. word. Victim is a strong word. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, August Smith still got to have sex with the great Jada Pinkett Smith, and they had consensual sex because they are <laughs> two adults. One adult is just older. You know what I mean? I just think that, you know, he right. came to her broken. He came to her needed healing. He came to her not in the best mental state so that mm -hmm. wasn't an opportunity for her to give her that give him sexual healing okay he, word to Marvin Gaye but but he's not a victim he should have seen psychiatry not sex we also don't know the details of what yeah, we don't know the ins and outs Jada, if yeah if Jada was leading them on saying look we gonna be together I'm leaving Will yada 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 that's one thing but if he knew what the arrangement was and like yo we we, we not together right now and August had it in his head was well, I'm about to be your next husband then that's on. That's 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 different. Well, thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Uh, this Ready Red from Trent. What's up, bro? We're talking this uh, Red Table Talk conversation. What were your thoughts? Uh, first off, I want to give a uh, uh, say what's up to uh, Charlemagne, the God, the God Body. Um, uh, Peace, I King. also want to give a, a big, big shout out to Will Smith for being a uh, stand-up G. He is like when your piece talking about how unhappy she is. He, you know, got off the emotion and the rationale. Okay, you want to be happy, go ahead and be happy. But as a woman who always, you know, they always tend to be in their emotions, she the one blew up the whole spot off her emotions. So now, you know, as a G, he's still dealing with it because that's his piece. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, if she was going to um, dip out, she should have dipped out with a real G instead of some uh, guy that looked like he uh, feminine, real feminine looking. So, you know... I think she just got caught up <laughs> her emotions. What? And Will Smith, you know, he's still standing next to his wife. So, you know, I give him ups for that. You know what I mean? Do you think Will Smith's ego is bruised, the fact that it was August? Nah, nah, man. Like, I, I, it, can't, I, it can't be. He's doing this thing for too long, man. He know how to end up in Hollywood, this rap game. I mean, I don't think, you know, he, he gave it a G-pad. Like, if you unhappy, go be happy. You know what yeah, I mean? but we don't... Could Will... Could Will understand Chris Brown a little bit more? What do you mean? At least Trey songs. What do you mean? I'm just saying. I'm talking about status level. If I'm if I'm Will Smith, aren't you a little upset that Jada slept with August 
as opposed to somebody a little bit closer to my level, even though there's really not too many people on Will Smith's level. I'm just saying, that would have to damage my ego just a little bit. That should be a telltale lesson to us all, though. No matter how much money you got, no matter how much status you got, no matter who you are, if you if your woman feel like she lacking something, she don't care who give it to her, bro. Goodness gracious. That's why, that's why it's always been that stereotype of the pool guy. Imagine that. You don't even or got no trainer. goddamn pool. Or the trainer. Trainer. Ooh, the person that delivered the papers. Yeah, I ain't gonna front. Okay, man. my wife ain't having no trainer, man. I, I've seen, I've heard too many stories about the trainer knocking. If we, if you train, you better, we train. We train together. You, be, you better buy one of them little ten speeds you got, one of them little huffies. You better get her a little, <laughs> little BMX. <laughs> In case y'all start riding together, ride together, die together. Bad bicyclists for bad, life. Bad, bad right? bicyclists for life. <laughs> okay, that's what you better do. All right, if you know what I know. What's the moral of the story, man? The moral of the story is that was just red toxic talk. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. That's not what healing looks like, man. I, I go to therapy once a week. I've been doing teletherapy during the the, the the quarantine, and I used to go to regular therapy before that. I got a sacred purpose coach. Shout out to Yadi. Every day of my life, I'm I'm doing the work to heal. And to me, just me personally, I, everybody healing process is different. That's not what healing looks like, okay? That, 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 that You can't continue to hide things while claiming to be transparent. And I just think that whole we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life, that just sends off the wrong message to people who are very impressionable and the people that look up to the Smiths. So I, I really do hope that they come back to the red table to have a conversation about that. And, and if they say they were joking, they were being sarcastic, cool. But they still have to remember in that moment, even though it was a joke, they still influenced a lot of people with that because that just sends off the wrong message, man. Bad marriage for life, like just stick together for the sake of being together. Don't try to make your marriage healthy. Don't try to get to a place of wholeness in your marriage. Yeah. Like that's that's toxic. They got to clear that up. That didn't sound right. And like you said, there's a lot of people that st that think that that's the right thing to do. Or I'm just going to stick in this marriage for the kids or I'm going to stick in this marriage yes. because I love this individual. But if it's not right, it's not right. It's, yes, it needs and, and, and to be made I, right or you need to be happy. Yes, and my moral, I guess, real quick is that, you know, you can't be up there giving advice when the reality is you you haven't done the work on yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can be an advocate, but you can't be an expert. And when you're an advocate, you point people in the direction of where they to get help. You know what I'm saying? But you really can't offer any help, you know, if you haven't really done the work on 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 yourself. You know, sometimes it's okay to just say, look, I'm going through my process point people in the direction of the experts and don't front like you healed when you're really broken. All right, we got rumors on the way. We got to talk money bag, yo. So we'll get into it next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now let me start off by saying I honestly don't care about this, but our producer said this is a story that we should talk about. Uh, Angela Yee is out, so... So I have You're to talk about it. You're a grown-ass man. You're a grown-ass man. Your producer makes uh, your decisions for you? Well, this is the rumors. People, these are things that people want to hear about. Okay, let's hear it. What, what is it? I saw uh, Moneybag Yo's uh, baby mother is upset because Moneybag Yo bought his new girlfriend a Lamborghini. Tell me more, girl. Spill the tea, Spill the tea, sis. Let's hear it. And damn right, I feel some type of way about that mother Lambo, ho. Bitch, you over here with this whole nine months, yeah. I ain't scared to... Say I feel some type of way about this sh Yeah, I do. I ain't mad about no Who you stupid? Is you stupid hoe? I got options. 
Okay, now, it problem? was it was it was his girlfriend's twenty fifth birthday, and he bought her a new Lamborghini. I don't see anything wrong with it. This is his new girl. He's not with the baby moms anymore. This is somebody new that I'm dating. As long as I'm taking care of my child, what's the problem? Well, let me tell you how I feel, sis. Tell me, sis. Uh, Go ahead. I feel. I feel that if he is paying her child support, then she should be happy with whatever that child support is. You know what I'm saying? And if that child support doesn't allow you to go buy you a Lamborghini truck, then don't go chasing Lamborghini trucks. Stick to the Honda CRVs and the Toyota RAV4s that you're used to. Okay? What's wrong with Sheesh. that? Get you a nice little a little uh, Kia, what's some things called? Tellurides? Sorrento? Tell, you seen a little Kia Telluride? No, nah, it ain't a Sorrento. Oh, oh, it's an SUV. It's a little... Oh, Oh, no, the Tell You Rides are expensive. Those are expensive. No, Them little kids Tell You Rides that look like the like, Rolls Royce. Like, like, like 30000 No more than that. I think they, they're like forty. No, no, no. Probably if you get it loaded without the cloth seats. Okay. You get leather seats, it might be forty. But the regular Kia Tell You Rides is about, about thirty. Let me look that up. Right. Yeah, 2020 Kia Tell You Ride about 31000 Okay. All right, all right. Not, full, not fully loaded, though. Okay. But all I'm simply saying is the Lambo trucks ain't for you. Lambo trucks is for the woman that I'm with. Okay, oh, you would, tell would, him, sis. Would 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 Jada buy August a Lambo truck? Yo, no, shut up, man. A nice little nice little Honda Pilot. Shut you up, August buys for Will. August will buy his own Lambo truck. Now just, we gotta I'm send. We gotta send a rest in peace to a Lil Marlo, a, a rapper out in Atlanta. He was signed to Quality Control. Now you know Quality Control has City Girls, Lil Baby, The Migos, uh, Yachty. Uh, they also manage Cardi B. Uh, he was shot over the weekend. Uh, he was in his car driving. They said a car pulled up on the side of him and let off a couple of shots. His car crashed, and when they went to the scene, uh, he was pronounced dead at the scene. That's horrible. Rest in peace to uh, Marlo. Didn't know the brother personally, but, you know, mm -hmm. I, I had a dream one time that somebody pulled up on the side of me and shot. So that's always something that uh, causes me PTSD. You know what I'm saying? Even being mm -hmm. at, or not PTSD, anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Even being at lights, you know what I'm saying? When you're at a stoplight or, you know, if you're just driving and somebody just pulls up on the side of you real fast. And, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes people see see you and they know they, they can see you in your your car or whatever and they, they know it's you. I'm sure you get this envy and they blowing the horn and wait. You know what I mean? All of that can make you paranoid. So Yeah, it definitely makes right. me paranoid. I, I'm sorry that that brother went out, went out that way, man. Yeah, and also uh, John Travolta's wife of nearly 29 years was diagnosed with cancer about two years ago. Uh, she has passed away at the age of 57 from breast cancer. She died on Sunday. Damn, sorry to hear that. Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, and last. I don't like. I, I mean, I, I don't. I hate death, but I hate any scenario that I've potentially thought about for my life. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You went from all over to drive by. As a husband, you do think about that. What if you was to lose your significant other? And when you hear stories like that, you feel sorry for them. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, my my wife is the CEO of the household, total family of the household. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know what to do if I lost mine. You and me both. All right. And lastly, uh, Wendy Williams, she gives a new update on when her show will be returning. You know, it's a hard time for all of us, but we're all in this together, like they say. Uh, our show is part of phase four. Right now, here in New York City, we're in phase three. I can't wait to see you again. When the double doors open, because I'm not doing this. This right here. Mm -mm. <laughs> See you soon at the studio. I feel your pain, Wendy Williams.
I want to be back in Breakfast Club Studio so bad. I miss what Breakfast Club Studio feels like. I miss what it smells like. I want to be back in the studio. Okay, yeah, Eddie's in the studio, Drums in the studio, Taylor's in the studio, Dan's in the studio. I'm ready to be back. Yeah, okay? I don't think that's going to happen, though. Why no not? time soon. You know what I'm we about to, if, if they can open up the TV studios, then they can open up the, uh, the, the, the radio state studios. And I'm telling yeah. you right now, for my show, my my upcoming show on Comedy Central, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be in this. I'm definitely gonna be in the studio. See, see, but the problem is, is iHeart is a huge station. So many people come in and out of that building. So many people come in and out of our studio. So many people move around. Like, like people go out. So you, you don't necessarily know of people doing the right thing. You know, make them wear condoms. You want to be in and out, and you want to have a bunch of people in and out. Just make sure you're protecting yourself. Yeah, I don't know if that's enough, but anyway. That is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, we need Betsy DeVoe to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with her. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Donkey of the day for Monday, July 13th goes to Education Secretary Betsy DeVille. If you are a parent like me, then we all will be faced with a tough decision this coming fall, and that's whether or not to send our kids back to school in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic. I have three beautiful daughters. Uh, one is on her way to seventh grade. The other is going to kindergarten. By the way, my oldest daughter got her sixth grade report card yesterday. First honors, okay? All her grades are an A or better with no grade below an A minus. Dropping the clues bombs from my oldest seed out here. Okay, way more book smart than her dad ever was. She gets all that from her mama. And I told her yesterday, great job because, you know, kids had to do the last few months, you know, from home. She had to do the last mm-hmm. few months of sixth grade from home. And that Zoom school life was an adjustment. I don't know if parents, you know, saw their kids perform better or worse, but I know for those young kids not going to school, getting out of your parents' house for a while during the day, interacting with your with your peers, you know, that social interaction, all of that helps with their development as, 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 as young adults. You know, even being able to do your schoolwork from home, I would think takes a different level of discipline to do, you know, getting up, getting online, you know, my, my daughter having to do her reports, her projects, making sure all those things are done on time. No one is there to really push you the way a teacher would. You, you really have to do a lot of heavy lifting on your own. That's got to be emotionally and mentally tough for these kids. But my daughter did that, okay? Made first honors, and I'm proud of her. But like many parents, I want her back in school, you know, more so for her than me. But I'm not putting her back in school if it's not secure or safe. And parents, I hate to tell you, it doesn't look like it will be. Now, America, you do realize we are running on autopilot at this point in time. Okay, Canada, I know you're listening to us on Flow 93.5. I want you to know that America has zero leadership. If Thanos came to Earth right now and said, take me to your leader, I would take him to Tamika Mallory. Drop on a clues bomb for Tamika Mallory. I'm dead serious. I wouldn't take him anywhere near the White House because nobody there knows what the hell they are doing. Okay, Betsy DeVoe was doing media rounds this weekend. And she was on CNN, and listen to what she had to say when Dana Bush asked her yes and no about yes and no. Can you assure students, teachers, and parents that they can't get coronavirus if they go back to school? Listen to this. 
The U.S. hit a record number of new cases on Friday. The number of new cases per day is higher now in 45 of the 50 states than when schools shut down in March. Hospitalizations are climbing in several states, and some ICUs are at or near capacity. So, yes or no, can you assure students, teachers, parents that they will not get coronavirus because they're going back to school? Well, the key is that kids have to get back to school, and we know there are going to be hot spots, and those need to be dealt with on a case-by-case -case basis. But the rule should be that kids go back to school this fall. They've been missing months of learning. Many of them are going to be so far behind, difficult to catch up. And we know that this is a matter of their health in a multitude of factors. We know that their emotional well-being, their mental well-being, and particularly for kids from low-income and uh, vulnerable populations, this is devastating to be out of school and not learning for months on end. And Madam Secretary, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. But the question is, can it happen safely? Well, we know that children get the, the virus at a far lower rate than any other part of the population. And again, there's, there is no, nothing in the data that would suggest that kids being back in school is dangerous to them. You know why Betsy DeVoe can't answer that simple yes or no question from Dana Bash? Because she knows the answer is no. She can't ensure nobody's safety, but she has her marching orders from the celebrity in chief. And so she has to stick to the script. Act like everything is a-okay, everything's all right, we'll be fine, just a little flare-up. Betsy, we all know kids need to be back in school. That's obvious. But the question is, can they go back to school without getting sick? Can they go to school without contracting coronavirus and bringing it home to their older parents, to older people in the neighborhood? Can they go to school without giving it to teachers, uh, older people who have underlying health conditions. This whole anything goes mentality that the Trump administration has is exactly why America is in the position that's, that it's in now. Does Betsy DeVoe know that a new study from the Kaiser Family Foundation shows that nearly a quarter of teachers have underlying health conditions are they are at an age that places them in the highest risk category for serious coronavirus complications? Betsy DeVoe, how are you still calling what's happening in America right now little flare-ups? The USA just recorded its highest one-day spike in new coronavirus cases two days ago. The highest one-day spike in new coronavirus cases since the pandemic started. 66,000 people in one day. What about that sounds like a little flare-up, okay? Herpes is a little flare-up, all right? Not 66,000 cases of coronavirus in one day. I just left my home state of South Carolina, uh, Monk's Corner 843, what's happening? South Carolina has the third highest coronavirus rate in the world. A lot of Trump supporters down there buying into the administration's BS and they not wearing masks or shoes in South Carolina. Okay, barefoot, bare mouth, just out there bare. And guess what? That's y'all fault because the Trump administration thinks ignoring a problem is going to make it go away, but it's not. Uh, side note, I did two of my own coronavirus testing this weekend in North Charleston, South Carolina uh, with DHEC and MUSC Health tested over a couple thousand people because if the government isn't going to do what they need to do, I guess us private citizens with resources have to. Now, Betsy DeVoe and the Trump administration, they're not connected to reality. Betsy DeVoe said a whole lot of nothing on CNN, but there's one particular part of, of, of this conversation that lets me know that she's not even in the same galaxy as the rest of us, okay? She might have came from where Thanos came from. Listen to this. We know that their emotional well-being, their mental well-being, and particularly for kids from low-income and uh, vulnerable populations, this is devastating to be out of school and not learning for months on end. 
the impact of being out of the classroom would be particularly devastating to low-income children. First of all, duh. Second of all, Betsy DeVoe, do you see the impact coronavirus is having on low-income communities where those children live? That's why they're low-income children, because they live in those low-income communities, you know, uh, those same communities that y'all ignore on the regular. Betsy, there's this thing called a study. And back in May, those studies found that low-income communities have been hit the hardest by COVID-19, not just the health impact, but the financial impact. Lack of income because of the economic crisis is disproportionately affecting the very same neighborhoods that are seeing the brunt of the health crisis, the poor neighborhoods filled with black and brown folks. You know why? Because the systemic racism that caused the hood to have all these underlying health conditions already will always make us the most vulnerable for anything. So don't attempt to act like you care about those low-income children now when it fits your agenda or fits the narrative you're trying to push because you haven't cared about those low-income children and those low-income communities in the hood for years. Only in America does the Secretary of Education lack education. Please let Chelsea handle, uh, handle my white work. I mean, light work. That is way too much, Dan Mayonnaise. All right. Oh, the mayonnaise. The mayonnaise was heavy, heavy in that one. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What do you think you're doing with your kids as far as school is concerned? All right. Now, I know in Atlanta and some of the places in the South, you guys are about to open up in the next two weeks. I, get, I think school starts in what, two, two weeks for you guys or three weeks for you guys? Uh, August, uh, in, in, in Georgia's August, uh, my sister just told me this in Atlanta is August. Um, I want to say 15th, 7th or 15th. I think it was the 7th, but they pushed it back, but don't quote me on that. Uh-huh. And of Definitely course, August, in, though. on here on the East coast, New York, New Jersey, they're supposed to start in the first or second week in September. So what are you doing? Are you bringing your kids back to school? 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it now. I'm going to tell you how I feel right now, right? Of course, I got one that's going to college. I got one that's a sophomore in high school. I got one that's going to second grade. I got one that's going to the first grade and one that's going to kindergarten. Now, my concerns are the one that's going to kindergarten and the one that's going to the first grade because they are the youngest, Mm. but they are the ones that are really learning how to read and, and, and all that is very difficult. Like that is difficult. And I can't imagine them being sitting on that computer for six, seven hours talking to a teacher. I can't see that. They have to be in the we'll, class. We'll talk about it. On, we'll talk about it when we come back. We'll talk about it when we come back. So I don't think I'm letting my kids go back to school, but we'll talk about it. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. The Breakfast Club. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about your kids going back to school this fall. So 800-585-1051, that's what we're asking. Uh, Charlamagne, what are you doing with the kids this fall? Well, it's only July. Um, things could change, but the way it's looking now, absolutely not because I don't see things improving. 
in regards to this coronavirus situation at all. Um, I think that they're going to rush to get some type of vaccination on the market before November 3rd, before the election. You know, and, and I'm not letting them inject my kid with no Windex or whatever concoction they come up with to try to make us feel like it's safer for them to, you know, uh, a return to school. So my answer, uh, in a nutshell, no, absolutely not. My my, yeah. my oldest is going to seventh grade. My others, my my second, my middle child is going to kindergarten. No, they won't be in school. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I don't think my kids will be in school either. Um, either we'll do. Uh, home training, home teaching, homeschooling, or, you know, I don't know. Uh, definitely not the youngest ones. The oldest one who's going to college, I still don't even know if I feel comfortable with her going to NYU. I, I, I don't think so. You know, it's just, I'd rather be safe than sorry. And that's the whole thing. But let's go to the phone lines. 800 yeah, yeah, you, know, you, know uh, you know what else mm-hmm. is crazy? I'm not even really, the kids, you know, from what, from all and for everything that we've seen about coronavirus um it doesn't seem to be impacting young young kids that much but i'm more concerned about the teachers you know i mean this statistic that i read earlier uh that said um more than a quarter hold on let me see if i can find it real quick more than a quarter of hold on what the hell oh yeah more than a quarter of teachers of underlying health conditions are there and they are at an age that places them places them in the highest risk category for serious coronavirus complications. You can't do that to the teachers, and you don't want to do that, you know, to parents or older folks in the neighborhood. You know, bring yeah, them back, but whatever they get in school back to the back to the communities. No, and that's the whole thing. I don't want my kids to to bring it back to to our family, to my parents, to my wife's parents. Mm-hmm. No, so I think safe than I I rather be safe than sorry. But let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Good morning. It's Monet from Columbia, South Carolina. Hey, Monet. 803, what's happening? We heavy on the we're check-in this morning. Hey, hey. Shout out to Hot 103.9. We're talking Shout school is for. What, what What are you thinking well, about for okay, your kids? So, so the thing is, I'm on, I'm on both sides, right? I'm a new mom. My son is mm-hmm. six months, and I'm also in the field of education. So I know the importance of school reopening but you know my concern is how are we going to maintain students social distancing how are we going to maintain students wiping down their areas and you know even if you think about kids in high school you know kids are going to be forgetful um i'm working with rising ninth graders in the fall and you know i mean everybody's not going to remember so i don't know what you know betty betsy whatever her name is i I just don't understand what this country is doing you know they're they're, and and the thing about it is south carolina will listen to these folks you know what i'm saying i'm originally from brooklyn new york and not everybody is you know outside with no mask and no shoes but i just i'm just concerned so i don't know I, i i don't know now let me tell you something i was in south carolina the past two weeks you know that's my home state as well i was uh i know i was on the island i was I was on the Isle of Palms. I was in my hometown of Mount's Corner. I saw a lot of barefoot, barefoot white people. Of my course goodness. you did. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you did. But, you know, everybody ain't barefoot. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the testing. Shout out to you for what you did up there um, in, in Charleston in the 843. Um, I'm, I'm a Thank graduate you. of Claflin, so I know a lot of folks um, up there appreciated that. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm just concerned overall. And I think me personally, my anxiety and my mental health is like <laughs> more important than, you know, going back to school at this, at this point, especially being a new mom. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm I just agree. hoping things get better. Yeah. All right. Thank you, mama. We'll take hold, some more hold, calls. 800-585-1051. 
Now, shout out to Louis V. Louis V is the program director in Atlanta. He just posted something that that I understand completely. He said, if the meeting to what reopen schools takes place via Zoom for the safety of the participants, maybe we should be discussing reopening schools. I'm just saying. If we can't safely say when we reopen in schools, but we want the kids to go back to school, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. If you if, if school was safe, what you would do is you would tell all the parents to come to the school. Let's have a parent teacher parent administration meeting, and you show the parents how classes are going to be set up. These are how the desks mm-hmm. are going to be six feet apart. You could wear the mask. Teacher wear the mask. Teacher stays away. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how I would feel about that. I wouldn't be opposed to social distance classrooms if they weren't there for five, six hours bro. at a time. If they went to bro. school for an hour or two hours at a time? Yes, hour or two hours. But, bro, you, you, you said you have a kid, you have a, 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 a young daughter going to what? Kindergarten or first grade? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Do you think your what, daughter's going to wear a mask? Yeah, kindergarten. Do you think your daughter is going to be wearing a mask a full day of school? Can you count on your daughter to wear that mask the whole well, day? I, I, I can say my, 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 my middle child, uh, she definitely wore the mask on the flight the whole time and didn't complain. Like, she, now, she what about understands the youngest daughter? The, mm-hmm. Well, the youngest is only one. She's not going to oh, school okay, for another three, three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but five-year-old, the you think can wait the full day in school with her friends and not I, being I able know. to talk and all that? I don't know, The flight man. to South Carolina is only an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, the flight to South Carolina is only an hour and 30 minutes. You wore it on the plane, wore it in the airport. That's why I said maybe fragmented time. If you go to school for an hour, two hours a day, which would kind of be a waste of time, but maybe not because you still get to kind of socialize a little bit for the mm-hmm. kids. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. I well, 800 800- I'm 585-1051. Yeah, we'll, we'll take some more calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know in Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about allowing your kids to go back to school this fall. What are you, what are you thinking about as far as your kids are concerned? Are you going to let them go back to school? Or are you going to wait? Let's open up the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? It's Ryan from Boring, Indiana. Ryan, what's going on, bro? Boring, Indiana. Why you call Indiana boring? What's so boring about hey, Indiana? It ain't nothing but cornfields here. You already know, Charlemagne. Indiana, it ain't no. You must not have a. Visit. You must not have a taste for white women. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> My goodness. Hey, Charlemagne is nuts, man. It's too early in the morning for that. <laughs> definitely, definitely nuts. But let's talk about uh, kids in school. What are you gonna do with your kids in school this this fall semester? I- I personally want to see my kids go back to school. Like, I got a high schooler that take all honor classes that's an honor student, and I got mm-hmm. a son that's about to start middle school, and I feel like with this new generation, they already don't learn as much as we did when we were going through school, such as, like, cursive they took out of school and a lot of other things. So I feel like they are already behind the ball, and I don't want to see them get any further. And then I, I don't totally buy into everything they're trying to tell us about the COVID-19 anyway. Not saying that it's totally fake, but saying that I, I, the numbers that they putting up and all the explanations they give, it, it leads me to be a little, uh, you know, not, not believable of what they're trying to feed us. So I'm, I'm totally not buying into it, and I want to see my kids do well. Okay. Uh, okay, I understand. I'm not respecting I, perspective. I believe it. I respectfully uh, I don't disagree with, with you. but uh, Yeah, I, I believe yeah, it. I don't want to play with them. With you, but. Okay. All right, let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? Melissa. 
Hey, Melissa, good morning. What are you doing with your morning, kids this Melissa. fall? Well, I don't have small children, but I did want um, people to know this. I have a family that I'm very close with, and mm -hmm. the six-year-old gave the virus to his great-grandmother, and his great-grandmother is actually in the hospital, has been for 14 days on a bench. So when you think about these kids going to school, a lot of grandparents are the ones who keep their kids after school because the parents have to go to work. Like here in Florida, we're wide open. Nothing is closed. So everybody has to go to work. Damn. All right. All right. Well, thank you for calling, Mama. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story, brother? Uh, as for me and mine, we shall be staying our asses uh, in the house. Okay. Me too. All right. Now, when we come back, uh, we got your rumor report. We got to talk about comedian Jack Thriller. Could he be in the middle what? of this whole beef? We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Now, on Friday, we tell you about uh, 50 Cent getting into it with... Uh, Jersey artist NFL Doom again. If you missed it, this was the same kid that walked up to 50 Cent in the movie theater, asked 50 to hear a record. They got into an argument, almost got into a fight. Well, he's seen 50 again a couple days ago at a restaurant in New Jersey, and it got nasty one more time, but now we're getting to the bottom of it. Allegedly, this young man gave Jack Thriller $5,000. Now, Jack Thriller is a comedian. Uh, what? Associated <laughs> with the G-Unit uh, co Comedians. Um, and gave him $5,000 to squash the beef. Uh, Jack Thriller allegedly took the money and kept it moving. So the kid thought the beef was over when he seen 50 approach 50, and it got nasty again. Let's hear it. 50 need to go ahead and G-check Jack Thriller, because that right there took breath for me. And I'm thinking, like, the already talking to 50, like, yo, bro, bro is good. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got no problem with you. Jack Thriller, you clown. How you take my bread? And you say you gonna, you gonna um, um, talk to Fifth, da da da, and we gonna work, and ain't no problem. So when I saw Fifty, I'm thinking there ain't no problem. You never talk to the homie, bro. So what you telling me is Jack Thriller took $5,000 from this young man. Um, Jack Thriller is a host on This Is 50, so the young man probably thought there was a connection there. Correct. Jack Thriller never spoke to 50 Cent about this, this beef being squashed. Correct. What does Jack Thriller say about all of this? Jack Thriller hasn't responded know, uh, as yet. Have, has anybody reached out to him? No, not yet. But that doesn't that sound kind of crazy? Hope. Take somebody's $5,000, you think you squashed the beef. Now, 50 don't know what's coming up, so when 50 see the kids, he still thinks he got beef with the kid. The kid thinks it's all good. Good. I gave Jack Thriller allegedly five grand. Jack Thriller said it's all good. And it could have been a nasty situation if this is all true. If this is all true. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing surprising me. No, no, not with me either. Nothing surprised nah. me. Not. I would like to hear from Jack Thriller, though. Give him a chance to defend himself. You got to hear both sides. Yeah, uh, that's that's right. Uh, we also got to say congratulations to uh, Pop Smoke and definitely rest in peace. His album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, uh, was number one on Billboard. The album was released on July 3rd and sold 251,000 units in the U.S. So congratulations to him. Yeah, it's very hard to clap for that, though. You know what I'm saying? That's one of those very bittersweet moments. You know, you're glad Correct. that the brother sold all those records, but clearly, you know, Pop Smoke, especially being that he's from New York, especially being that he was presenting a, a whole new energy to the game, Pop Smoke would have been 
superstar status, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just... I just, like y'all, I'm always reminded of this Jadakiss line when Jadakiss says, "You know, dead rappers get better promotion." I just think, I just think it's sad that he's not here to to to, to reap the benefits of his hard work and his label. Yeah. Now, also, uh, Juice World. It seems like his album is come is out right now, and it looks like it's going to move between 400 and 440 thousand units in its first week. See what I'm saying, man? Once again, you know dead rappers get better promotion. Like, why do we celebrate so people hard? Why do we celebrate people so hard when they're gone? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, I'm, Juice World was doing great when he was alive. Pop Smoke is well on his way to doing great. But damn, man, why can't they get that energy when, they, when they're when here? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. And lastly, uh, former Cowboys linebacker Kyle Cuero. Did I say his last name right? Cuero? Nah, it's Kyle Weirdo. That's his you name, know. Kyle Weirdo. Well, he put some tweets Weirdo. on uh, Instagram, uh, on Twitter. He said, uh, people are st- attracted to Jill Scott, question mark. And by no means is she ugly, but y'all really sexually aroused by her, huh? So it's an energy thing, huh? Got it. Well, he got all types of backlash about what he said, the comments he said. So he came back and apologized. First and foremost, I'd like to apologize to Ms. Jill Scott. The topic of your beauty should not have been shared over social media or public discourse. There's truly no excuses or explanations to be made. My comments were distasteful and unbecoming of a black man to speak negatively of a black woman under any circumstance. Uh, you know, when I see things like that, I have mm-hmm. one simple question. What? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, what was the point of that? Like, what did he think that tweet was going to do for the ecosystem? Why did he think that tweet was necessary? If you want to have that discussion amongst your homies, have that discussion amongst your homies. But why did he feel like he needed to put that out into the atmosphere? Speaking of energy, when he said, oh, it, it must be Jill Scott's energy. What, a, what? Why did you want to put that kind of energy out there? Like, what was the purpose of that? Like, how was that constructive? You know what I'm saying? I, I believe in building and destroying. To build is to add on to your life positively, step by step. To destroy is to tear down everything that's negative within your cipher. How was that building, brother? That's what I would ask Kyle Weirdo. Like, what was the point of that? And I, and I listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I, when, when I was younger and in the early days of Twitter, I've definitely fired off things about, you know, women's appearances. So, so I can't be too hard on the brother because I'm speaking from mm-hmm. a 42-year-old man's perspective. You know what I'm saying? But even back then. I had to ask myself, why did I do that? Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why did I have to comment on that 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 woman's looks? Like, what was the point of that? So uh, that's how I feel about watching Kyle do that. Like, why? What was the reason? Absolutely. Like, I, I really All wanted right. to sit back and think about that. Like, why? Why did you do that? Because number one, Jill Scott is beautiful. Drop one of the clues, bombs for Jill Scott. Okay. Absolutely. I don't want to hear all that. Oh, Jill Scott's pretty for a big girl. No, Jill Scott is beautiful. Period. I don't know what y'all talking about. Absolutely. All right. Well, that me is and my your... wife. Me and my wife would have an entanglement with Jill Scott. Okay, that could easily be an entanglement. You know, my wife, my, my, Jill Scott is really? my wife's favorite artist of all time. Yes. Oh, listen, Jill Scott is my wife's favorite artist of all time. Jill Scott and Erica Badu. So your wife would she leave you for Erica Jill Badu. Scott and Erica Badu in a minute. An entanglement. It, it could be a moment. I could see that happening. He had to think about that for a second. He stopped and said, hmm, in a tingle, man, I could see I that. I don't know. She, she, she really loves Jill Scott, and she really loves Erica Badu. But one thing I know for sure, she didn't cry when she met Erica Badu. When she met Jill Scott, she cried. Wow. And that was last year at Tyler wow. Perry's um, shindig at his studio. So she really, mm-hmm. really loves Jill Scott. Okay? Wow. So 
I've, I've been vibing to Jill Scott for a long time and, you know, secretly wondering, is this the person that could take her from me? <laughs> just, just secretly wondering, would this secret, long secret walk home, if she, if she went on a long walk with Jill Scott, would she come back? Goodness gracious. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right. Now, um, I just want to say shout to everybody that's uh, into bike riding. You know, I got into bike riding heavy, and I did uh, 30 miles over the weekend, and I had a great time. I ran into a lot of people bike riding. When you bike ride, you see so many different people bike riding, and I didn't know so many people bike ride, especially so many minorities bike ride, which, which I thought was pretty dope. A lot of minorities stay in shape through bike riding, so I had a good time over the weekend bike riding. Charlamagne, I'm going to get yeah, you a bike, you. man. I saw you. I saw you and your little pack of men friends just riding on your little <laughs> banana seats and your little, and your little biker shorts. Just bragging about how long y'all can ride without it hurting. I saw you. What's I wrong saw with you? Now. Why are you smiling like that, man? Why are you smiling like that? What's wrong with you, man? Because you such a tease. And then you'll post in your captions, you'll post stuff like, ignore my biker shorts, which really means, look at my biker shorts. He'll stop it, man. Look at me. He'll... Look at these beige cakes. Look at these, look at these yellow thighs. So, yo, look, so I was bike riding, right, this weekend, right? And I had my biker shorts on, right? Now, the biker shorts are padded. They have gel on, on the butt to, you know, <laughs> make sure you good. So I'm riding, right? KY and gel. Dude, and the dude that's riding behind me was like, yo, I can't ride behind you because all I see is your little, your little yellow ass, man. Put on some real shoes. <laughs> Let's go. Death to toxic masculinity, baby. Embrace your divine feminine, goddammit. Okay, it has to be a balance. I love it. All right, that man admitting that he's distracted by your ass. <laughs> Take that as a compliment. Keep doing those squats, Envy. Whatever you're doing that's making your ass become a distraction, say thank you, God, and continue to do it. You know what? <laughs> when we come back, we got the positive note, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ <laughs> Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, it's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Before we get to the positive note, if you're just joining us, uh, Envy admitted that this weekend he was riding with one of his male friends, and one of his male friends said, I can't be behind you because all I see is your ass, right? Now, as a man, one of the things that can uh, cause you to ejaculate before you want to is when you are behind your woman and that beautiful uh, derriere is up in the air, and it's just too much for us sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So uh, salute to Envy's friend for keeping it together. On that bike trail, yo, man, and not just <laughs> not just skeeting all over the highway. That could have been a real messy situation, Envy. Okay. Now you know the positive Give note the positive is this: note. <laughs> the positive note is I would rather surround myself with people who make a lot of mistakes and have no problem admitting them than to surround myself with people who think they make none. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?